RSL play a friendly against Chicago and win, the Beehive State kit is announced, and we preview the season opener against Vancouver. You're listening to Here at the Riot, a Real Salt Lake soccer podcast. to here at the riot this is your co-host josh and here with me is your other co-host dax how you doing dax um i'm doing really well um but you may be able to notice because of my voice um that i am a little under the weather um so i may occasionally just sneeze into the microphone really loud it's not my fault. I can't control it. Um, we could always clip it out. No. <laughs> that's too much work. All right. The, the, yeah, the reason, see, I my philosophy is edit as little as possible all the time. Yeah. And that's what I do. I um, should have worded that better, too. You could clip this out, because I'm you... not um but yes we are bringing you another episode of this wonderful podcast um firstly because there has been some rsl news that has happened but also because this week is the start on saturday february 25th is the start of the MLS season. So, how how exciting is that? How excited are you, Josh? Really excited, but also I'm super busy, so <clears throat> I'm not really going to be thinking about it till it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> but right. Yeah, I mean, we're recording Tuesday night, four days away. Mm-hmm. By the time you listen to this, it'll probably be three or less, so... Well, it depends on if you're, you know, sitting next to your phone waiting for me to release a new episode or not. Which I highly <laughs> doubt anyone does. We have some even super I fans. don't. Even I don't do that, and I have a few podcasts that I really, really like. I'll check, like, every few days, but... You're yeah. not... You don't, you don't subscribe, you don't get notifications... Does Spotify even do that? Can you like... No, I don't think Spotify does. Interesting. YouTube does. Hmm. Let's... We should record... We should start a YouTube channel. That's what we should do. Oh, no. And just like turn on our cameras. That's the new thing, actually. Our video podcast, which I'm like... That just makes you a YouTuber. Yeah. And then also I couldn't just record in my pajamas. You could, I mean... I guess so. Yeah. No one would watch. (laughs) But anyway, so, um, yeah, I think let's just, let's just get right into it because it's, um, it's the week before the season starts. So, I mean, exciting stuff. So, um, RSL played their last preseason friendly 
um, against the Chicago Fire. When was that? Wasn't it February 18th? Mm. I believe. Yes. Yeah, that sounds it was. right. I know it was when I was out of town. So, yes, that sounds right. Um, and they played, they played it against Chicago Fire. And they beat the Chicago Fire 3-0. Um, who scored the goals? I believe it was two from Saverino. Yep. And then one from Crywalk? Uh, no, I think it was Ojeda. Oh, oh yes, that's right. It was Ojeda. Yeah, and then an assist from Chang for the Ojeda goal. Um, do you remember who assisted Saverino? I'm trying. I'm pulling up the recap right now, but it's probably all all the way at the bottom. It's not even on here. What? Yeah, you're probably gonna have to find it on Twitter. Whatever. Um. But yeah, so RSL plays a um an MLS team in preseason, and beats them but more importantly beats them by a lot and maintains the clean sheet um so that's promising um and that's kind of i mean other than you know sporting kc and lafc this is this has been like a good test for them to you know going into the 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 regular season um to kind of show what they're you know what they're capable of. Yeah. Oh, good old Chicago fire. <laughs> you say that like, uh, they're disappointing you. They've been disappointing ever since, uh, <laughs> Weinsteiger left. Oh yeah. He did play there. He did back in the that was the last time they were good wait they were good back then i thought he played there and they were still garbage well they were making the playoffs while he was there they weren't like winning everything but yeah yeah um sorry I, i've been distracted i'm trying to find uh where the assists came from <laughs> i'm still looking not there I ah, you're right. I don't care. You're right. Um, Krylock had one assist. Oh. So I'm assuming the other Salverino goal was like a rebound. Probably. But I'm anyway, um, sorry. We moved on and I just reel it back. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's okay. Um, did, Doesn't the, the fire have like... Shakir, what's his name? Shakir, Shakiri. Yeah, Shakiri. Shakira. The dude that is literally a square. <laughs> that, that square dude. It, but he plays yeah. for the Swiss national team. He he was in the World Cup actually. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he scored a good goal in the World Cup. Yes, that he did. I th I think I remember watching that goal. Um. Yep. He's really good. But yeah, so. They for how bad the 
fire have been in the past. And also, they just got rid of uh, Gagos Lonina. I mean, well, they didn't get rid of him. They traded him to Chelsea. Um, right. But, I mean, yeah. So, RSL was, RSL was able to um, beat them 3-0. Um, so, Josh, what do you think that this... What do you think that we can take away from uh, from this preseason result? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we can take away too much. Like, I guess you could say the defense is probably solid still <laughs> compared to what it was last year, which it come shouldn't be a surprise because all mm-hmm. we did was improve our depth on the defensive end. Um well, I mean, yeah, maybe uh, I'm going to stick with it. I think we improved our depth defensively. <laughs> I think you're right. I mean, we lost um, Herrera, but then. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Herrera. Um, no, maybe not then. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to say it's pretty much even because we, you know, we lose, we lo- we lose Herrera, but then we gain Vera. Um, and then apparently Hidalgo's going to play wing back, which like he really didn't last season. Um, so I'd say it's about the same. Um, yeah. but I mean, yeah, it looks like the, the defense is still, um, pretty solid. Um, and hopefully th- this is a big thing as well. I think we can expect the same from McMath that we did last season, which I feel like I was, you know, satisfied with how he was performing as keeper, especially with all that was going on with David Ochoa and whatnot. Um, But yeah, hopefully they can just maintain that, um, you know, uh, you know, go right from last season into this and, and have a solid defense like they did last season. Yeah. And then offensively, we scored a goal in every single game. Um, and we scored two or more in all but the Sacramento game. This is um, true. Yeah, I don't know. Krylock's playing, and he seems to be doing fine. He's contributing. That's, yep, that's a big deal. Um, Brody's back healthy because he was dealing with injury concerns. Yeah, the our our strongest eleven are all healthy and ready to go at the beginning of the season, which is what you want. So, looking forward to it. Yeah. So, um, that was a good, a really good way to end the um, to end the preseason. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, I believe it was right after that, RSL announced their new away kit. And I believe we didn't, we, we talked about this, like it had gotten leaked. And yeah. and yeah. we were like, oh, there's no way it's gonna be 
it's no there's no way it's gonna be yellow like it's it's just and i was looking at the pictures and i'm like it's just the lighting they're actually white and it's just the lighting well turns out that their new away kit is actually yellow we got punked well victory gold <laughs> well it's not white that's that's more yeah, that's no. more what i'm going for um I, they're calling it victory gold i can i can see the gold it's uh it's a really good jersey though oh i definitely think it's gold but like why do they call it victory gold like because all we do is win <laughs> dj kelly <laughs> um yeah i've I've been hearing that it's been selling really well. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Victory Gold, it has like a beehive design on it. Oh. You have to look really closely to see it. It's pretty simple outside of that. Like there aren't any other colors. I believe the sleeves are striped. And then obviously you've got logos and things. But... Mm -hmm. It looks good, and when it first came out, me and you were talking about it. Yeah. And you said, I like it, but not when the shorts are the same color. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like if, because the way I understand it, they're going to be able to wear either color shorts with, yeah. um, with this kit. I don't like the gold the gold uh shirt with the gold shorts i i mean it's okay but like they look like highlighters they look like nashville or something like that um well, yeah and it, it it's made worse by the fact that some of those pictures that you were looking at where the short they're wearing the same color shorts they were also wearing socks the exact same yeah. color so it, it was just all one color and i agree that i don't like that I want to see a little bit of variety. But no, yeah, if they like with the blue shorts, I think that it looks really really good. Mm -hmm. I'm just excited that they decided to go um with something other than white cuz they've been white for as, you know, their second kit has been white for as long as I've I can remember. Yep. Um we got that new Apple TV Plus deal. Got money. that get the hot dollar bills from Apple TV. Yep. Um, know it. So, I know that we've talked, Josh, about. Okay, first of all, how like how would you rate the how would you rate the RSL kit? Like, you know, scale of one to ten. Ten. Ten, dude. Ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't take a whole lot to make me happy. All right. <laughs> you're like, oh, okay. So you're not you're not too concerned about the design. No. I think this is better than last year's. I think, yes, I think you're right. I wouldn't have given last year's a 10. No, okay. So I'm not, I'm not that easy, but I'm giving this year's a 10. <laughs> Josh is not that easy. Remember that, folks. <laughs> um, okay, okay. So now I want to know, because I know we've talked about, like, the kit and how what we think about it but now we've gotten a chance to see you know other teams kits and things like that um and if you don't know what um the other teams kits looks like look like i see that you can go and, and 
look this up. I'm pretty sure MLSsoccer.com has an article about all of the kits, and you can look them up. Um, yeah. But uh, how, like, what do you think about RSL's kit in comparison to everyone else's kit? Like, where do you think that it falls? Yeah. Um, it's probably in the middle. So our kit is a lot more simple than a lot of the other ones. Most of the other kits aren't just like one plain color. Mm-hmm. They'll have like, you know, tie-dye splotches or stripes or something else. Yeah. I, yeah, I'd probably put ours in the middle. Like it, ours is better than um, Seattle's better than sporting kc's so like ours is better than all the important ones <laughs> sorry but, i'm, I'm uh, you know keep going keep going are you looking them up right now yeah i'm looking at this e- this article from espn where they ranked all of them and, oh that's hilarious why are you trying to rank them and um the number 29 can can you guess who number 29 is who it's montreal because they <laughs> They didn't have a new kit. They literally, oh. <laughs> they sent out this. This was it's like this letter, but it's like a tweet, and they're like, "Unfortunately, we won't have a new new jersey this season." Um, <laughs> and like, I, I looked at the the comments, and all the fans were like, "You had like a year to do this. Like, what? Why did you guys drop the ball so hard? No pun intended." Literally, Montreal. Um did to their kits what rsl did to their like uh club video on tv <laughs> basically they were just like hey we've used this before apparently the what they have on there is like old material that's been used before too <laughs> so, rsl dropped the ball with that yeah um but going back to the kits like i'm i'm just scrolling through them and like new england Really like it, like it more than ours. New York, uh-huh. really like it more than ours. Um, Cincinnati's looks really cool, I think, but I'm a big fan of blue. Yeah, let me look yeah. at Cincinnati's. Um, so, okay. The, I, don't, I already don't trust this... Um, ESPN article because they have RSL at number 15 right in the middle right like you said but then number 14 is um Houston Dynamo and you're gonna have to explain to me how Houston Dynamo's jersey is different than the jersey they had last year (laughs) because (laughs) looks the exact same to me and it looks the exact same every year that they come out with a new jersey well if it isn't broke why fix it? Well, Ooh, don't... you know what? I found my favorite. Which also. one? Sorry. Um, the San Jose kit. That kit looks <clears throat> super cool. You just like blue. Yeah. Why? Why okay, are, the, why are ooh, you blue? The Minnesota kit. Have you seen the Minnesota kit? I have. Yeah. Ooh. I feel like I we like have. That. Did they not include the Austin kit? The Austin kit's terrible. No, they've got the Austin kit. Maybe not where you're looking. I'm on Instagram. They just didn't include it. They're like, eh. Uh, the Austin kit is just... I think it's very similar to last year's. It's 
green with black stripes. But the but the stripes are staggered, Josh. Yes. They, That's a better way of describing it than what I was trying. They straight up don't have Austin on here. It's just gone. Yeah, that San Jose kit though. They have Austin at number four. Hey, greens in style. It's terrible though. Okay, I okay. I actually really like the Sounders kit. I know it looks like. Um, I hate the Sounders what? kit. Why do you hate it's this? it's at the bottom, Dax. Why do you like it? It's one of the worst ones. It's cool. It's red and it's yellow and there's a dragon. What's not? Like? No, nah, there's there's too much happening. I, I I don't know where I'm supposed to look on the kit. Well, okay. Happening. So I actually I I really like the Galaxies kit as well. It's very simple, but it's nice. Yeah, they did a good job with like the collar. Yeah. And the ends of the sleeves. Like that. The small like, details. I would honestly buy that jersey <laughs> if I didn't, you know. Not if you had no self-respect. The galaxy. Yeah. Like, what's wrong with supporting the galaxy? You're an RSL fan. Okay, besides that, I know I know that I'm an there's, RSL fan. There's no other reason. Oh, dude, the logo <laughs> is like... It's like see-through. Like, they put it on... I like that even more now. The more I look at right. it, the more I like it. Um, I need to move on. <clears throat> otherwise, you're going to buy one. I'm, I'm taking out my wallet right now. Like, please, Galaxy, take my money. Um, They're not cheap. No, okay, yeah, that's another thing. These jerseys, if you want to buy them, um, the, the uh, what is it, the replica jerseys are like 90 bucks, and then the authentic cut jerseys are like 150, 170 around there. I don't think they even have replica jerseys. Are you sure? No. I saw someone say that on Twitter, so... Why the heck is, it, is Atlanta's ranked so high? It looks the same. It's the same. You're getting too worked up over this. The, I honestly All these am. ratings are garbage <clears throat> anyways. I honestly am. But, okay, this brings me back to my point about the RSL kit. I like the RSL kit. I, th- I think that it's better than what they put out in the past, but I also think that it's very safe. They went with a very safe bet. Yeah. And, um, you know, it is what it is. But usually when you go more extravagant, it's either hit or miss. Like like Seattle's. Garbage. Okay, Seattle's is good. <laughs> I, I like, like Philadelphia. I don't like Philadelphia's. Um, dude, the LAFC's second kit is terrible. Yeah, um, was Dallas the one that put the little tiny fire symbols on the yeah. kit? Yeah, no, Kate, Kate. I, that one's bad. I don't like that one. The I see people on there. They're like Dallas is like Dallas is is, is like so good, and I'm like, no, there's just, it's white with little flames on it. That Dallas like, kit is fire. <laughs> Someone said it somewhere. I guarantee. One hundred percent. Um. But yeah, uh, we've probably spent too much talking about these kits. So, Josh, yeah, it's a dang shirt. Moving on. <laughs> Some of them are nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I might end up buying a beehive kit. Who knows? We'll see. I will. You will? Yes. Are you going to get a number? I'm going to pick a player, but I don't know what to do because there's so many to pick from. I still need a Crylock jersey, Glad, Saverino, but... Don't you have a Miram jersey? Yes. And I picked him because I was like, we don't know how long old man Miram's going to be around. So I need to get <laughs> Gotta his Gotta snatch that up real he... quick. Yeah. Maybe I'll do Crylock next. He's a little bit older. I want to get a Gomez jersey. Ooh. Because he's the hot new thing. That's a hot com, a hot commodity. Yeah. But no. Anyways, we yeah. moving on. I'm I'm rambling now. There are quite a few <laughs> options that you could get. Um. Okay. So next thing is uh, Moses Nyman. RSL signs Moses Nyman on a loan deal from I believe. He was, he was originally from D.C., but it was he's, he's from S.K. Brevrin, right? Yeah, Brevrin. <laughs> Brevrin. Sounds like you're saying brethren. <laughs> brethren? No. Yeah. Um, Bevrin. Um, he is a midfielder. Mm-hmm. And that's all that I know about him. Do you know more about him? Uh, he's young, 19 years old, I believe. Yes. So, he will be an interesting one. I really doubt that he sees much playing time. But he might be a player... I mean, he already impressed the staff enough for us to make a move to get him on loan. Mm-hmm. So, I guess if he continues to impress, like, given how young he is, if we think he can go places, then great. So, might be sticking around. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I, I don't know, like, we don't know a lot about him, so honestly, they may just, you know, have him play with the Monarchs and sign him and have him play with the monarchs which yeah totally be fine with that i think there's a good chance that he plays with the monarchs and i guess the other thing to note is that he's really small <laughs> do yeah he looks skinny and small yeah since that is sometimes important in pablo's eyes yeah didn't he say that luna was too small or something like that it was a Roscoe. Oh, we talked about Roscoe. this last time. Yeah. I'm sorry. You know, lots of things happen. <laughs> you know, yep. news and stuff. Um, but yeah, so that is um, interesting. We will keep an eye on him to see where um, he ends up. And speaking of transfers, we talk- I know we talked about this last time. Um, and this deal was not finalized yet. I was wrong. But it is final now. <laughs> Sergio Cordova to the Vancouver Whitecaps. Um, and he, it, they paid, wasn't it $2 million, a fee of $2 million for him? Um, yes. To Augsburg. Um, 
and he is a designated player. Kind of crazy to think about. That is crazy to think about. But the good news is, um, is that uh, RSL got two hundred thousand in general allocation money because of the right of refusal, right? Yeah. Um, so. 200,000 guaranteed and another 100,000 if he starts at least five games, which he's a designated player, so... He he should start at least five games. Yeah, unless... The, and me and Dax were talking about this. Probably the only way that doesn't happen is if he gets, like, a season-ending injury. Like... But it would have to be multiple seasons in a row... Yeah, how long does the deal last? Mm, I think I think the start five games is for this season mm. specifically. So unless he suffers a horrific injury, we're gonna get three hundred thousand, which is a great deal. But when you compare it to the Herrera deal, it just makes the Herrera deal look that much worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like. We got three hundred thousand for a guy that we like didn't even want, really. And then I don't we, know. Yeah, no, I I totally agree with. That. I think we could have gotten way more for Herrera. Like, honestly, five hundred k seemed a little low. Mm-hmm. But you know, you live and you learn. <laughs> we we made it up in this deal. <laughs> I mean. Sure, yeah. <laughs> well, the other weird thing about it was that we only had him on loan. Yes. We never, we never actually had Sergio Cordova, but I don't know. MLS rules are weird. Yeah, because honestly, this is the first time I've ever heard of the right of refusal. Because, I mean, with like Tate Schmidt going to Houston. Did we mention that last episode? Uh, we said that he went there, but we we didn't know that we were getting a third round super draft pick for him. Yeah, so uh, a quick quick mention of that. Tate, uh, Houston signs Tate Schmidt, and they trade RSL their um, third round super draft pick for the right of refusal. So um, Tate Schmidt equals third round super draft pick confirmed. Uh, no, I think that's a good trade. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, this is kind of the first time that I've really like heard of the right of refusal and things like that. And the way that I understand it is that it's basically the right to say, you know, this player played in, in the league before and you kind of have to go to the team for permission to say, hey, can uh, they play against you, basically? Yeah, honestly, I think it's a stupid rule. But... It is kind of a stupid rule. Cause yeah, like, it, well, here's the issue with it: it makes players like Chicho Arango. Now, if he ever wanted to come back to the league, it would make it that much more difficult. But so it has to expire. Like there has to be some expiration date on that, right? I don't think there is. Like never. No. Well, sheesh, dude. I'm not sure about that, but 
It's just for a, a player that was in the league that's coming back to the league. Well, okay, and, so what, what qualifies as coming back? Because, like, Tate Schmidt, I mean, technically we just declined to extend his contract, but that was in the off season. So, like, was it was it considered, yeah. or, or is it just, like, moving between the teams? We released him rather oh. than rated him. So, All right. Yeah. Well. Anyways. Goofy the bo- MLS. The, and- the, the, the bottom line is, is that we get money for Sergio Cordova, even though we never made a deal with him. And. Yep. Sorry, were you going to say something? I was just going to say, speaking of goofy MLS rules, we have other goofiness to talk about later. <laughs> oh. Josh is a foreshadowing. Yeah. I don't I don't even know what he's talking about. The playoff format. Oh yes, we do have to talk about that. Which actually yeah. it's next on the list after we we finish talking about Sergio Cordova. So we may that you may just be like a little foreshadowing. Yeah. A four um what's like a small shadow? Is there a word for that? no a four shade <laughs> i don't think that works <laughs> i'm i am gonna coin that right now coined by me copyright february 21st 2023 um All right. but so i mean this is this is obviously a big deal because rsl declined to sign sergio cordova um, and now he's going to play against them in, you know, for a Western Conference team. But also, RSL's first game is against the Whitecaps. So, there could be some potential drama there. Because what if Sergio Cordova comes on? And um, also, we don't know if he's going to be available for the first game. Um, I kind of am under the impression that he will be. Like, I, I kind of feel like he's already there. Um, I put money on him being subbed on. Okay, so in so in this scenario, what if he gets subbed on and then scores a hat trick, and then we, RSO will be sad because they didn't, you know, sign him and give him a contract. So no, no, it it still wouldn't have made sense for us to sign him. <laughs> He's going to pull a David Ochoa, dude. He's going to have an insane monster game. That was different, though, because we didn't get a good return for Ochoa. We're getting a good return for Cordova. All right. But that's something to watch out for. I'm I'm interested to see, you know, how him, like, how him playing against RSL and like how well they know each other, you know, type thing goes into that. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that um, that's basically all on Sergio Corda. Do you have any last words? Nope. All right. We so will now, never talk about him again. <laughs> we probably will. Then well, in the next, next episode, and then yeah. also when they play Vancouver again, and then 
maybe in the playoffs. Maybe. If, if we make it that Next far. week for sure, but after yeah. that, I don't know. You're like, hmm, whatever. Um, ready to be done. <laughs> ready to, you know, ret- retire that phrase, Sergio Cordova. Yes. So you mean Sergio Scordova because he oh. scores goals. Gross, um, I had to hear that another time. <laughs> anyways, so... Um, <laughs> In other news, MLS has released the new format for the playoffs. And I have some mixed feelings about it. Um, My feelings are not mixed. Are they pretty definitive? Yeah. Okay. Why, why, don't, why don't you go ahead and explain it to us and then tell us why your feelings are so definitive all right i i will happily do that all right (laughs) so the the new way they're doing it last year it was the top eight teams and the first seed got a buy is the top seven teams seven yeah because the first team got a buy oh yeah you're right odd number yeah. So t- last year it was the top seven teams. The first seed got a bye, and then it was just single elimination all the way through. Well, this time, this year, and they'll probably change it the year after, yes. and the year after, and the year after, because they just love to do that for some reason. But this season, they're taking the top nine teams. Ooh. Before the first round, there will be, like, a play-in game between the 8 and the 9, which doesn't really... At least I'm not counting those two teams as in the playoffs. I'm only counting the winner of the play-in game as in the playoffs, if that makes sense. And then the first round will just be one versus the winner of the play-in. Um... 2v7, 3v6, and 4v5. But that first round is a best-of-three series. And no no ties are allowed. So I it's unclear whether there will be extra time or they'll go straight to PKs. So they go, they go straight to PKs. Oh, is that definitive? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no... There's no extra time. It's straight to PKs. Well, good, because they're having you play those three games within, like, a week. So it was going to absolutely just kill the players. Yeah. So, yeah, best of three, it is home away home for the top-seeded team. So if it goes to a third game, the higher seed will have two home games. If that that makes sense, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and then after that first round, it's regular single elimination all the way to the cup. It's just so obvious to me that the only reason they're doing this is to make money. <laughs> yeah. Like, some people were saying, I guess the best of three is intriguing, but I'd rather have that be for maybe the conference finals and whatnot Mm -hmm. but they're doing it in the first round because there are more teams still in at that point 
Yeah. And so that means more games being broadcasted. That means more people paying tickets to go to said games. That also means that every single team that makes the playoffs, barring the play-in team that loses, um, will get a home playoff game. This is true. So if RSL is top nine and win the play-in game, if they're in the 8-9 spot, mm-hmm. then we get a home playoff game. But uh, it's just the other silly thing is like RSL's goal for the past few seasons has been we're going to get a home playoff game. And yeah. now that goal is completely irrelevant. Like, oh, <laughs> we get one anyway. And it's, it's tough for teams to know what to work towards when they keep changing the format yeah. all the time. I don't like it. Uh, and yeah. I, I think you bring up a good point that, I mean, it is about it, it. It clearly is about money because essentially what they've done here is they've doubled the amount of playoff, like play playoff games that, you know, take place in the entirety of the playoffs. So um, mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot more soccer, which I guess, you know, is great for us. Um, but I mean... Yeah, for for what reason? Um, I yeah, and a you sorry, you can go ahead. I'm just people are just saying after that first round, teams are going to be tired and maybe beaten up, mm-hmm. and then no one. It's just disappointing if an injury occurs because you were forced to play three games within a week. Right. Mm -hmm. And the other thing it like they totally set this up the way it is set up is that it perpetuates that third round game. Yes. Because it like just thinking it through logically, if you win that first game, then you would be smart to rotate your squad mm-hmm. right because yeah. if you can rotate your squad win the second game with a weakened squad you can rest your best players and have a huge advantage in the next round but all that's gonna do is make it so that the other team has a better chance to win that second game which then pushes it to a third game yeah i just i i think we might see that and that's the other weird thing is when was the last time you saw a playoff game where a team was purposely leaving off their best players? And I think yeah. we will see that. I really think we will. And it's just weird. doesn't feel like a playoff at that point. See, I'm, st- I'm kind of hung up on the 9-8 playoff game. Like, I don't really see what the point of it is. Like, I can see... I guess I can see that they're... Tr- like that they might be trying to like blur the the playoff line a little bit and be like oh like you know if you if you're the 9 seed you still have a shot but like why I not? think it's it's just about money again uh-huh. it's an extra game it's an extra quote unquote playoff game <laughs> and so because and I, and I think they're doing it to some extent to make up for 
not giving the, the first place team a buy through the first round because you know you're essentially giving them you're, you're making the team that they play play another game so they're going to be more tired and then um, you know hopefully you can beat them in, in those two games when you you know your team has been rested the entire time. Um, but I, I never understood why the first place team, got to buy in the first place other than to you know just make it you, you really want to get first place um mm-hmm. but they ended up losing that game most of the time anyway so um i and I, I i can't help but thinking they took a look at the playoffs and said you know what our best the you know the the higher seeded teams are losing too often in the playoffs because what i what i think it what the the best of the series does is it allows <clears throat> it allows the better team to win most of the time right so you can't have a a 2021 playoff situation where rsl doesn't put up a shot against seattle <laughs> and then eliminates you know eliminates them just based on the, off that one game um, Seattle has another chance to to do that. And I, I just can't help but thinking that they, they looked at it and said, you know what, the te- you know, the teams that most people don't like, which are usually, you know, the higher seeded teams. Sorry. Yeah, the teams that most people like are the higher seeded teams, and they're not making it through the playoffs enough. So we're gonna do this series thing to help just kind of help them through the first round. Uh, yeah, I think that that's more a consequence than a reason. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you that the first, you know, principal reason is definitely money. Um, but with this, it's going to be a lot harder for, you know, the lower seated teams to make it through. Yeah, because why would we want upsets to happen? Everyone hates a good upset, right? Yeah. <laughs> I like if a good upset because you usually it's RSL that's doing the upsetting. Yeah, if you're a casual fan, you're always rooting for the lower seeded team. That's how I am in March Madness, college basketball, and most people are the same way. Those are usually the highest rated games, the ones where people see that a lower seeded team is winning. They'll turn it on because they want to witness the upset. We're I mean, if if that gets removed as a consequence of this new format, I think that it won't be good. Yeah. I I don't know. It's, I mean, in the in the end, it's more playoff soccer that we get to watch. Um, but at what cost? Yeah, I'm certainly happy to have. Lots of soccer to watch, but mm-hmm. I'm not a player, <laughs> you know? Yeah, the yeah. players are probably like, wow, three games in a week? Okay. And, you know, play, like ser- playoff series have never been the soccer way. Like, it's almost always been, like, aggregate. So I don't know why, I mean... Playoffs in general aren't really the soccer way, so we're already, you know, breaking the norm that way. But then to just, you know, I don't know, did we even consider aggregate? Like, 
I don't know. I would have yeah. I would have been a lot happier if it was the first round was aggregate as opposed to a best of three series because you you're you're you could potentially have three games with aggregate it's just gonna be two. Yeah, I I liked aggregate because then each team gets a home game, mm-hmm. and it's only two games, and the first game still matters. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, soccer's not the same as like baseball or basketball. You can't play, you know, seven games in a, in a period of two weeks and, you know, be physically okay with it. Yeah. And I feel like the only reason they didn't do aggregate, well, money's probably still the primary factor. Yeah. Because you get the chance to have a third game. But I also think that MLS really wants to be unique and quirky yeah and they were probably like no 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 let's not do aggregate that's too mainstream yeah that's what like all the other soccer leagues do no we're mls we're the american soccer league we're different (laughs) we have to do something special (laughs) um and and honestly i think because part of the what what I really liked about the playoffs was the whole decision day aspect of it that like the playoffs are set on decision day and that was like really cool because there was so much drama and like a, a lot of the times they would match up where like teams would play each other like RSL against Portland like basically the, the winner was going to go on to the playoffs and the loser was going to be eliminated mm-hmm. um but especially with adding the whole 8-9 play-in game, you remove some of that drama. So it's it's not going to be as exciting to, to watch on Decision Day. Yeah, no, absolutely. Plus now we're letting in like, what, 60% of the league to the playoffs? Yeah, is it really is it really that big of an achievement to make it to the playoffs if 60% of the teams make it? Yeah, I think it's kind of weird. Why not just have all of the teams play in the playoffs? You know, San Jose, come on. Come on in. <laughs> Houston. Yep. Yeah, no, I got nothing more to say about it. It will it will be interesting to see. Um all right, so that brings us, I mean, speaking of playoffs, um Beginning of every season, I feel like the MLS analysts will go through and basically pick where, you know, pick their their finishing order for um, the uh, for each conference and also, um, you know, how they well, I don't know if they do that every year, but they definitely do the, the conference finishing order and then at least this year they've they've um predicted each team's starting lineup. Yeah. Uh, how how do you how do you feel about what they've what they've predicted for RSL Josh? I actually think they did pretty good this year. All right. Yeah. I most uh most people have us in the 8 to 9 range. Not a whole lot of spread on the 
the predictions. I think mm-hmm. the lowest had us at 11th. That's not going to happen. And someone had us in 6th, which is certainly possible, but I would put us in the 7 to 8 range. You're like, that is too high, my friend. Yeah, but um, having us in the 8-9 range seems reasonable. I think based on, you know, because I feel like with RSL there's quite a bit of unknowns as well. Um, that's funny. I just saw a tweet because I accidentally pulled up the 2022 season preview, and the mm-hmm. cat they, they there was a tweet from RSL that when we signed Sergio Cordova, and the caption was, "We think you're gonna like this guy," and then I so I went to the 2023 one, and then there's the tweet where they signed uh gomez and the caption is we think you're really gonna like this guy Ooh. so i don't know how creative rsl's social media manager is but but we added a really so you know that we're we were we were kind of excited about cordova and we're really excited about gomez yes <laughs> um so yeah, I think that it is valid to predict RSL where they are being predicted right now because um, there are kind of, I feel like there are kind of some unknowns. Like, are they going to have a good goal score, whether it be Crylock or, you know, Rubin, Saverino? Uh, you know, how is Gomez going to do? Um so yeah, I'd put them right about in that range as well. Okay. Interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah, I what do you think the ceiling is for this team though? I think I think there's a lot of potential. Um, because looking back on the uh twenty twenty one season, um because and I go back that far because that was the last season that Crylock basically played. Um, yeah. So, like, Crylock, if, if Crylock is going to have a year similar to that year, um, RSL could be really good. And also, if Rubin starts playing like he did start that season and, and is able to maintain it throughout the entire season, they could have um, <clears throat> a very dangerous team. And then you've also got, um, you know, young players like Gomez and Ojeda and possibly Diego Luna who could, you know, surprise and, you know, do really well. So, um, I think they have a fairly high ceiling. Um, but I, I think it's too, also too early to, you know, to give any real like prediction based on just that alone. I think we could finish fourth. Wow. That's that's the ceiling. So so do you think okay, that's the ceiling. Okay. You you yeah. don't think they're necessarily going to finish for finish fourth, but you think you could see them as high as fourth. No, I don't think we will finish fourth. But if a lot of those question marks turn out to be great successes, then I would put us around the fourth range. And that's I guess you could say that's a disappointing thing where it's like if this team performs to its maximum potential, it's still not good enough to win MLS Cup. 
Hey, but a fourth seed could easily progress. win MLS Cup. It's True. happened before. True. You're saying fourth in the West? Yeah, fourth okay. in the West. <clears throat> um, but I don't know. Like just in general, I'm pretty optimistic about this season. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest thing I want to see is Savarino have a monster year. I want him to be in the MVP conversation. That would be pretty and I, great. And I want to prove everyone wrong who was like, well, he's a DP, but he's not like a DP. <laughs> he's you know? a DP, but he's not like a DP. Yeah, all these Put people that, that are like, he he's, he's like a low-end DP. And I'm like, get out of here. So I want to see him just light it up. And Double digit goals and assists. That's what I want from Savarino this year, this season. So one of the things that made Crylock so good um, was the fact that he had Albert Rusnak, um, and he did. You know, where I think we're kind of expecting them to play like a, a four two three one. Um, the MLS projected eleven has kind of like a four four two, but one like um, Crylock has like a, a removed um, kind of like a ten but playing more more forward. Um, one of the things that made Krylock so good was the fact that he had Albert Rusnak in that wing um, spot. And they were able to combine. And at one point they had, I think it was the second highest combined goals and assists in the league. Yeah, um, that was Albert's last season with us. Yeah, so... You know, Savarino could potentially come in and fill that role. And, you know, combined with Crylock, they could just have a monster season. That would, honestly, having Crylock back is going to help them so much. Um, just because of the kind of player that he is. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would be really great to see them have um, a good season. I would also love to see gomez just kind of have like a breakout season and just yeah totally come in and tear it up he's the biggest (laughs) unknown yeah like and and i think how successful gomez is will kind of determine (laughs) what our ceiling is right yeah because i don't particularly expect a lot from him but he's also like such an unknown yeah like if he if he comes into the team and he is like really really creative offensively and gets somewhere around 10 goals yeah we'll definitely be up around the fourth place spot yeah but i think it's probably more likely that he takes time to adjust he's really young but yeah i mean i don't know it would be great to see him explode because if that happens then we've got weapons all over the field mm-hmm. don't have to rely on just Savarino or Crylock or you know whoever is the number nine up top um, right yeah i i i would love to see that from from gomez but you know he's young he's this is his first year in the league it's very possible that his breakout season happens, you know, his third, fourth year with, with RSL. So, um, 
but yeah. Um, I would like to talk about the projected starting 11 that they have um, <laughs> on this MLS uh, season preview. So um, they have them playing a, a 4 4 2. Um, I like all of what they have here except for one position. Um, so they've got McMath starting in goal, obviously. Uh, Brody is right back. Glad and Silva as center backs. Vera um, starting at, at left back, which, I mean, you could make the case for Oviedo, but I wouldn't mind. And I, and I will. <laughs> Josh is like, later. <laughs> I will. <laughs> um, but, you know, Vera is a, is a good option to have starting left back. Ruiz, Ojeda, Savarino Gomez, Crylock, and then... Our starting number nine, according to um, MLS Soccer, Danny Musovski. Yeah. I, so I it's not as bad as I initially thought it was. Rubio Rubin, because he got the red card in the playoff game against oh. Austin, he is suspended for this game. Okay, I see. So, th- so okay. that's why they have Musovski, but... Any sane person would put Julio there mm-hmm. instead of Musovski. I think Julio will be starting up top. I think you're right. Although, okay, okay. I think, I'm going to say, I think if Gomez starts, which there's there's a fairly good case for him not starting, this being his first game. Um, but if Gomez starts, I don't think they start Julio. But really? if, yes, I'm making that prediction right now. But if Gomez right. doesn't start and it's like Miram or Chang who starts, then I think Julio starts. Then who are they going to start at the 10? Probably at the 10? Yeah. You mean the 9? In Musasi's you, you place? You think they would start Gomez at the striker? No. Is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. They... they Take everything here how it is. Gomez is going to be playing on the left wing, left or right wing. I haven't decided yet. But I'm saying if they don't start Gomez at either left or right wing, then Julio's not going to start. Sorry. If they don't start Gomez, then Julio will start at the number nine. And if they start Gomez, you think we'll put Musovski there? Yes. Why? Because I think that Julio and Gomez are too similar of players. Hmm. I, I don't know if we've seen enough to say that yet. I, that This is my prediction. It is February 21st, 2023. Are you saying that you could have too much speed out there? <laughs> too much <laughs> speed. And Julio does better off the bench anyways. We all know this. Um, yes, but maybe this is the season where that changes. Dude, I would love for that to change. I don't think it's going to happen. I think that the pattern that we see is we see Rubin start most of this most of the time, and then Julio comes off the bench. Um, and maybe yeah. you sprinkle in some some Musovski in there, but no, I just I just don't. I see, dude, I. I would be so I, I would be happy to see basically anyone 
instead of Musowski. Like if we wanted to start Jackson or or you know the Elijah Paul. Elijah Paul, yeah, I'd be I'd be down for that too. Um but you know that's my prediction. Um but yes, you're right. Any sane person would not start Musovski if they had to pick RSL's best 11. Like Yeah. Makes absolutely no sense. Okay, so now that that's out of the way, who do you think we start? Who do you think we start? I think it looks very similar to this. Um well, okay. I'm I'm going to I'm going to say Savarino starts on as right wing, and then we play Miram on the left wing. I don't think Gomez starts. Yep, that's exactly what I would have said. Okay. Um, and I and I also think that we're going to play Oviedo instead of Vera. Um, but also what I think. Nice. Um. <laughs> yeah, and then in that case, I say we start Julio instead of Musovski because Gomez is not in. And we Ooh, yeah and we so, play a four two three one. Yeah, all right. Yeah, so that is exactly what I would have said. Back four of Brody, Glad, Silva, Oviedo, then Ruiz <coughs> and Ojeda, and then Gomez on the left, Crylock in the middle, Sava on the right, and Julio up top. Or no no no, Miram on the left. All right, I was gonna say I'm like, didn't you just? Yeah. No. yeah. I don't think, I don't even think Vera's with the team yet, and I don't think Gomez has had enough time. I think he definitely comes in off the bench. Yes. Um, and that makes and that then Miram's the obvious choice because, dude runs out of gas after sixty minutes. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Yeah. No. It also just kind of shows how much the MLS analysts pay attention to rsl i mean they got a lot of it right and i think a lot of other teams would be starting their three million dollar winger they just bought and their two million dollar left back they just bought but pablo mastroini likes to really give guys time to adjust yeah (laughs) adjust yeah the only player that hasn't followed that mold was Savarino. Savarino is the only player under Pablo's tenure. And I guess Oviedo. Yeah. I think But they were the both they were both considered guys. veterans. Right. Exactly. And so if it's a younger guy, yeah. So I have a question for you. Do you think in the Vancouver game we're going to see Diego Luna? Hmm. I'm gonna say yes. You think I he think subs we, in for Crylock? Subs in for Crylock, yeah. All right. Well, at least I hope so. I I honestly hope so too. And see, and and this is the hard thing about playing the four two three one, which I. I'm assuming that's what they're going to play. Like I'm I'm talking about this like that is what they're going to play. Pablo could totally, you know, throw us off and play a completely different formation, but 
based on mm-hmm. what he has said, I feel like that's what he's going to play. Um, is that the way that RSL plays, you know, sending in crosses and things like that, um, does not lend itself to having Diego Luna at the 10 because he's not very much of an aerial threat. They kind of play that 10 as sort of like a, it's like a false 10, it's reversed. It's also, it's actually a nine. And that's why Krylock is so good there. Um, But that's not Diego Luna. So in order for him to succeed as the 10, um, I kind of think that they would need to shift the style of play. But let's be honest, Pablo's not going to do that. They're probably going to put, they're probably going to sub him, sub him in for Krylock and move Savarino to the 10 and play Luna on the wing. That is my honest prediction of what's going to happen. Yeah, which is funny. Or, yeah. I don't think Savarino's that great in the air either. Which no. Which is the funny part. Uh, and, I, and one now other we... thing I could see happening, though. Sorry. No, keep you can, you can keep going. I could also see us subbing in Luna for, like, whoever's at striker. Yeah. And pushing Crylock up to striker. That honestly wouldn't be that bad, but again, you have to have that um that shift in play style. Because yeah. you're you know he's not gonna be able to, you know, challenge for those balls in the air. That yeah, cry you know, we have two aerial threats at that point. And you know, Coolio's not that tall, but dude's got hops, and honestly Last season was also one of our best aerial threats. Um, so even without, you know, Ru- like Rubio being a true number nine on the field, well, <laughs> he's not a true number nine. I don't know why I said that. Um, but you, they, they have, like, those two options, and Luna's just not that. So um, I hope we see him. It'll. I, I'm interested to see where... Pablo thinks he fits into the team. I just hope it's not on the wing. Yeah, me too. I think it may depend on whether we're chasing the game or not as well. Yeah. All right. Uh, Do we want to do predictions? Predictions for the Whitecaps game? Yeah, for the result. Yeah. Um, What's your prediction, Josh? What do you think? RSL wins 3-0. Sheesh, dude. I think who we... scores? Who scores? Look, this always happens. We start the season super duper hot, and then we fade down the stretch. So we're gonna come out swinging, and I think we'll just destroy them. All right. Um, Savarino scores. Crylock scores, and Brian Ojeda scores. That's that's my prediction. Oh, right hate there. it. Now I'm curious. Don't make me go to assist. That's too hard. I'm curious to see how how do you think that Ojeda scores? Like, uh, it'll be either be off like a set piece that like comes back to him, or we'll have Vancouver so pinned in for so long that he like drifts forward enough to get a, a shot off. All right, because I saw that he scored in, it was the Chicago game, and I'm like, hmm, 
he's not necessarily a goal scorer. No. Um, but okay, okay. Um, I think he's scored twice in preseason now. Oh, maybe. Did he, he have a? Did he have one of the scoring <coughs> case goals? I think he did. Probably. Um, I just think he's he's. No, that right that now. was Oviedo. The other well, Oviedo scored two. Oh gosh. <laughs> there are three did Bryans Brian now on the that? team. <laughs> Which Brian scored that one? Um, okay, my prediction is. RSL loses 1-0. I th- wow. I think Depressing. I'm sorry, but Ooh. and he- here's what I think is going to happen. <laughs> I think that Vancouver's going to come out, score within the first 10 20 minutes, and then RSL is going to be either going to have most of the ball and just you know, try try and score, try and score, try and score, and it's just not going to happen. And Sergio Cordova is going to Sergio Cordova is uh, going to come on at the 60th minute and do absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah, if that's what happens, I'll be really disappointed because mm-hmm. I've been very encouraged by how many goals we've been scoring in preseason. And this I, is true, and. Maybe I'm holding over from last season, let's be honest. Well, yeah, what you just described happened way too much last season, which is why I was like, if that happens, I'll be really, really sad. (laughs) See, what would be great is if if they're up 1-0, or, you know, let's let's say Vancouver's down 1-0, and then Sergio Cordova gets one of his famous Sergio Cordova breakaways, (laughs) <laughs> and then you know completely you know misses the, the his chance in front of goal because he doesn't have a left <laughs> foot or something like that. That would be a yeah. fitting way to start the season. That would be. I'm ho- I'm hoping for that. Um, but you know I I think RSL is going to lose one zero. But okay, random right, season prediction. Good. Random season prediction. Pablo Ruiz is going to score directly from a free kick this season. This is the year. Okay. It's going I also, to happen. So, um, I picked Ojeda to score one of my goals, but I almost picked Pablo Ruiz, and I'm pretty sure... Well, I, I shouldn't say pretty sure, but it feels like this could be Pablo Ruiz's breakout season. Yeah. Where he bags like five to six goals. I mean, I, I'm here for it. It feels like a possibility. I don't know. We'll see. It's, I mean, I'm excited. I think what you should take away from this episode is that we're both excited. And you should be excited too. Because start of the season is always an exciting time. And, you know, you may be sad later, but... Just enjoy how excited you are right now. Yep. And get pumped for the home opener, too. But that's looking too far ahead. I'm going to that. I'm going. Lucky. Super duper lucky. I was going to go to the St. Louis game, but uh, Taylor Swift is that weekend, and, you know, I'm I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan. Right. So, of course, going to that game instead. But I got the ticket switched to the Charlotte game, so that'll be fun to see them play for the oh, first they did time. Did let you switch them? Yeah, it was kind of weird because, like, I literally just like they have you text, 
which was weird. So I'm like, I texted and I'm like, okay. hey, uh, can you switch my tickets? And then the guy texts back. He's like, yep, I, I did it. And I'm like, uh, you didn't ask me for any information about myself. But I went on SeatGeek and they were switched. <laughs> so... Wow. <laughs> um, That's yeah. a W for the RSL PR. No, not PR. What is it? Freaking. I'd say like they're. That's not what we mean when we say the ticket office, right? Yeah. It's not the front office. Customer service. That's Customer what I was thinking Customer service. Of. That's, that's, oh a, my that's goodness. the word. It's time to end the episode. <laughs> uh. All right. But yeah, I think that is the end of this episode. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll be here for the next uh, for the next one. Oh, oh wait, wait, real, real quick, real quick. What, what kit do we think they're going to come out in? um it's an away game so the victory gold i don't think i think we come out in the reds because vancouver's white oh well i want to see gold i want to see gold too but i yeah i just don't think so they might not gold we riot they they probably will their next games against seattle they'll probably wear gold at that game because yeah seattle's got their stupid dragon kit oh wait it's not stupid i like that kit never mind it's not stupid. Um, you forgot that you liked it. I did. Well, I I I confused my feelings about Seattle for their kit. They got you know that's, that's fair. It's easy to do. All right, but yeah, that's the end of this episode, and we will be back next week with an episode covering the uh, results of the season opener. So get excited, guys! Awesome. Later. See ya.